Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tech Bros podcast. We're back. Here we are, back again. It's season two. Are we on season two? Where are we? I'll say we're in season two. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're not, we'll put a correction on. <laughs> I think we're in season two, in which case... Welcome to season two of the Tech Bros <laughs> podcast. I, as always, am Raj, and with me is Egerton. Hi, Eggs. Good evening. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It's been uh, a, a strange, you know, period in terms of a lot of things changing, as I'm sure many people are aware, and it's maybe changing wherever you are, and hopefully things are getting better as far as you know current events are going <laughs> but yeah. obviously it's not the case for for everyone um but i do want to say hope you're all keeping well and we're going to be talking about hopefully some things that will be relevant to to some of you as we're starting to you know get to a stage where lockdowns are lifting and maybe you're thinking about traveling to other places um certainly here in the uk uh travel air travel has started to pick up and actually flying to other places is now something that seems to be a possibility. I know Eggs, you're flying out to, to places pretty soon, I think. <laughs> yes, I am. So Flying out to Canada. Flying out to Canada. Living, yes. living the high life in Canada. Yes. Getting all the maple syrup. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> stacks upon stacks of pancakes, maple syrup on top. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be talking about air travel and we're going to be talking about uh, essentially apps and uh, tech, how technology can sort of help you uh, in terms of your flight plan, essentially, and sort of mm-hmm. guiding you through you know, this, your, your journey, basically. Um, so let's start with pre-takeoff. And maybe yes. we can start with actually a little bit of like an update in terms of uh, eggs, as I'm sure... If you have not listened before, Eggs works within the aviation industry. He works in uh, in air travel for an airline. Can you name? I don't know. Can you name your employer? Is that going to cause problems? Uh, I don't think I should. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say that he works for an airline. Is that okay? <laughs> yes, I work for an, uh, a major airline. Yeah, he works for a major airline. You, you've heard yes. of them. Is is what I'll say. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, uh, in terms of, uh, I mean, we're going to be talking about, I guess, more from the UK perspective. Um, so maybe mm-hmm. wherever you're listening, it's not fully relevant. But uh, in terms of uh, taking off now, um, what's the sort of current situation in terms of requiring, say, an app to show your proof of uh, vaccination and stuff like that? So how is that currently working? Oh. Do you know what? There's so many of them out now um, nowadays. Um, just to name a few, uh, such as the IATA Travel Pass, which is currently being tested at the moment, so it's not fully public as of yet. I think for certain airlines and certain flights um, that is being trialed on, so that you'd upload your vaccination um, details, and then you'll bring that to the airport to show that you know you are verified uh covid uh fully jabbed or you've done a covid test which is negative um you have some other ones as well um such as very fly 
which is um, done by a third party um, company in Canada. So um, that's again, depending on the destination you're going to, um, you'll have um, a certain checklist of what you need to um, fill out. So for me, um, because uh, Canada is on very fly um, for the airline that I'm traveling with, um, you would have to uh, give information such as your vaccination status, so your vaccination certificates, um, your proof of COVID-19 test, and also your arrive can as well, which is your registration with the government of Canada, um, stating that, you know, these are my documentation for me to enter Canada. And another one um, as well, um, which I've for some reason I've just forgotten from the top of my head but um, I know that certain airlines have their own systems of um, like pre-departure um, pre-airport departure um, verification uh, where you submit your uh, documents um, enable uh, to enable you to check in so it all kind of varies depending on the country that you're going to and what airline you're traveling to but that kind of seems to be the norm now um, in terms of um, air travel, uh, where they, uh, where airlines would actually, you know, push you to present your information earlier, like three days earlier, instead of having to come to the airport and stay in long queues, and then at the end of the day, missing your flight. And I guess um, in terms of, uh, for, so for a lot of people, they have not traveled in perhaps a long time, maybe not traveling now, maybe they're going to at some point in the future. Um, and as you've been continuing to, to work in, in this period, what can people in, expect in terms of when they actually get to the airport? Has that experience uh, changed? Is there maybe more that's required of, of people before they actually fly out or anything like that? I think from what... From the time that air travel has kind of peaked up a bit, um, I'll say that there's a lot. Of, uh, there's been a lot of queues because, mm -hmm. of course, when you need to prevent uh, to present this sort of information, the amount of processing time um, for agents at a desk is doubled or even tripled. So, um, yeah, the I'd say the experience has probably got much worse. Depending, but again, it depends on the destination you're going to. Some destinations are easier than others. Some will just require one item, and you know, some may require three or four. So, um, and it, yeah, yeah and it is worth stressing that the rules are probably very different depending on both where you're flying from and where you're flying yeah. to. You need to obviously yeah. check with whatever. Uh, country that it is that you're flying to in terms of what their rules and regulations are. Um, mm -hmm. They might also require certain documentation from you. You need to provide certain details such as uh, where you're staying and again, your vaccination status and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so when you, when you suggested this, this topic, you also wanted to talk about some of the sort of travel apps. Uh, what, what sort of things do you think would be helpful to people? Uh, we're still sort of talking, you know, before they get on the flight, yeah. what sort of things are, are helpful for people that you recommend well me being one to be um you know very organized and for this trip i am very organized <laughs> um what i suggest 
people to do is download your own airlines app. That is the best thing to have because all the airline apps have all the information you need pre-airport. If you need to submit your documentation, you do it through your app. If you need information on what the COVID procedures are at the airport, it's in the app. Uh, waiting times. Um, even now, airline apps even have um, a COVID um, destination checker. Um, I believe it's called Sherpa. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually gives you all the information you need when you select what the uh, you know your destination if you're fully vaxxed, um, if you've done a COVID test, it shows you exactly what the requirements are for you to enter into this country. So, um, not in this country, but um, the country um, that you're going to, and from that, at least then you don't have any nasty surprises when you come to the airport because. To be quite honest, I'll say a good 40 to 50% of people come to the airport and do not realise that they need a COVID test or they don't need, they don't realise that, you know, they need proof of vaccination or proof of vaccination doesn't work for the country that they're entering. So it's always best to have um, the airlines app installed on your phone. And also, it also allows you to check in, um, check in online. I know people tend to want to check in on the web, but also checking on your on your phone is good because at least then you have your boarding pass on your phone rather than having to print it out, um, save the trees, save the environment. Um, and also, um, another app that I would say uh, that I use. Um, one very well is app in the air so app in the air um is um an app that you can put your flights there um and then it kind of updates when you've got a gate it tells you when your check-in is what time your boarding is what time you take off and what time you're going to land flight alerts travel advice you can put your travel documents there, like your insurance, like your travel insurance, um, what the weather's going to be like, hotels, um, baggage, car rental, and even other people that use the app that are actually in the destination that you are in. So, you know, you may find somebody that you know is traveling by themselves, don't know the area, you don't know the area too, you could meet up, for instance. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty neat, isn't it? I mean, I don't know if I necessarily would trust some random yeah. stranger on an app. True, true. <laughs> but that if I, you true. know, that's, that's pretty good either way. <laughs> that is true. And then I'm um, just having a look as well. Another one um, that I tend to use as well is called Check My Trip by Amadeus. So um, for all my airline workers and those that are very familiar with the airline industry um, Amadeus is a provider for airline systems so they've actually created this app where you can put your um, booking in the app and it updates you um, in terms of any time changes um, if your flight has been cancelled if it's been delayed 
um, especially for those um, my colleagues that are on staff travel as well um, and you're in economy and then you get moved to business it will notify you that you you know you've been moved to business um, so that's a, a pretty um, good app to have as well and I'm just having a look as well for any more that I may have Mm-mm-mm-mm. actually there is one but this one is just for my airline colleagues <laughs> um or well not my actual company per se but anybody that works in the airline industry uh which is good for staff travel because now that staff is um uh, now that travel is peaking up it's going to get harder to get seats on standby tickets so an app that I use, uh, which I found very useful because I am actually, when I go to Canada, I'm actually doing a day trip in uh, Montreal on a um, staff ticket with Air Canada. And uh, the app is called Staff Traveller. So Staff Traveller gives you um, the loads of um, an aircraft. So for instance, I could be going to Montreal tomorrow. I want to find out how busy the flight is. You go into Star Traveler, you enter the flights um, that you're going on and somebody, well, you'd hope, um, somebody from that airline will put the loads there and it'll tell you how many seats are free, how many staff are listed. And from there, you can make your listing with um, the relevant um, airline. So um, I've been using Star Traveler for good uh, so I've been at my company for about six years, nearly six years. So for about, let's say, four years of my airline career, I've been using Staff Traveller, and it's been pretty accurate. So it's actually a good tool for um, um, to have if you work in the airline industry. Fantastic. Um, yes. So that's a good. So that's a good, I guess the overview of apps that are there for you before you take off, but also there can be some things for when you're actually up in the air, uh, so to speak. So yes. you also had some some recommendations for that too, didn't you? Well, there's only one that kind of stood out to me that um, is pretty new as well and something that I saw um, a while back on, um, I believe, the Points Guy, uh, which is um, JetBlue. And having the ability to order your food from your seats so um i've not seen it personally i've not seen it with any other um, any other airline that um i've traveled with i think it's probably quite new and i don't think any uk airline kind of has that um sort of um, technology just yet but one thing i noticed from JetBlue is that anything you wanted to eat you order from your seat so it's just like you have a screen behind your seat. It is built into your IFE or in-flight entertainment system. And you select what you want. It sends it to um, the cabin crew and the cabin crew brings the food right to you. So I think that's something pretty neat and um, something different to be quite honest with you. Instead of having to be pressing the call button for your cabin crew, all you do is send your order and then your order comes to you. Do you think that that's something that's going to be adopted by the other airlines in the future? I I think so. 
I, I, I really do think so. I think that there's strong trends to show that this is where airlines are kind of moving to now. And especially with um, the whole thing about COVID as well, um, you don't really want people going up and down the cabins or anything like that. So it, um, it's kind of good for, you know, just sending your order and then just having one person come out rather than having multiple people coming up and down the aisles or or um, passengers going up and down the aisles looking for stuff where you can just order it from your, um, you can stay in your seat. So, um, yeah, I think that there is strong trends to show that this is where airlines are going to move, um, move to in the next couple of years. Especially when it comes to ordering of the in-flights, uh, snacks and stuff like that. So when yeah. they come through, they have to come through with that, you know, the trolley that blocks the aisle and then if someone needs to go to the to the toilet and then it's just, it's it's kind of, <laughs> it's a bit yeah, of a mess. It's a mess. Um, and so it probably is better that you can have it on a more ad hoc basis where you just open orders and people can just order from there. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing is that um, I guess the one barrier is that with the current in-flight entertainment screens, they're not necessarily the nicest to use. And I think that if you are ordering on your seat, especially if you're having to take payment, you would then have to provide your details in a way that's quite you know, user, user intuitive. And, not as, and those screens aren't necessarily with the, you know, the kind of remote controls that they have uh, at the moment. Yeah. Um, so that's maybe like the one thing that I guess uh, is kind of in the way uh, at the moment I guess in terms of ordering food to your seat it's easier because it's not like you're having to pay for that it's I guess when when you're having to pay for things maybe that's where things could be a little bit more complicated but I think I've noticed some um, I've noticed with um, JetBlue they've, they've actually got like a swipe mm. at the at the side of the um, the IFE for you to actually pay for your item. Yeah. So you swipe the card on the side and then that takes payment that way. Not sure how secure that is. <laughs> Especially if you're in the air as well. But I'm yeah. sure that for that to be there, there must be some level of security. But I guess also it must be quite a big job to actually uh, replace all of the, the screens and devices that are currently on the planes. Yeah. You know? So that's obviously that's a big undertaking. So yeah. It might be a while before you see that sort of thing. I think yeah. in some of the other airlines, mm-hmm. maybe for a newer airline that you know buys a new sort of fleet of aircraft, they can do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, but when it comes to the existing aircraft for some of the other airlines, then you know it might be a while before we, we get there. Yeah, it costs a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's about it that we that we have. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add? Another thing that was mainly it, really. But um, if you do want to check um, what travel apps that are out there, um, I would suggest that you check on your app store. There is a lot of travel apps out there um, that will help you plan your journey um, during your journey, uh, pre and post airport as well. And I think um, some of them are a bit. Um, have like Uber and Lyft and all that kind of stuff in there as well um, for uh, post airport. So yeah, have a look on your um, have a look on your um, app store 
and um, yeah, have a browse and download what you feel that you need. And there we go, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. Uh, that's all we have for, for this episode of the Tech Bros podcast. It's been it's been me, Raj, and me, Egerton. <laughs> I did the thing where I was like waiting for you to <laughs> complete. <laughs> I mean, yeah, thanks, thanks everyone for listening. Share and like, do all the things that uh, that you do uh, when it yes. comes to social media content. And I will, well, we will see you hopefully in the next episode. Bye bye. See you soon. Bye bye.